Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, dude, here we go. Welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. What's going on, Mike? Same old Derek, episode four. Absolutely. I have the timer set promptly this time. Wow, what a yeah. miracle. Listen, it took, yeah. it took a month and a half. Yeah, dude. Same old, same old, right? That's it. Yeah. What is, what is your go-to phrase when people ask you, like, what's going on? It used to be living the dream. Oh, really? I got over that pretty quick. And then now my current go-to is same shit, different pile. Same shit, different pile. Yeah. That's different than the same shit, different day. Exactly. Okay. Because so I was you're... sick of hearing that, too. I talk to <laughs> so you... many people all the time at work, so I'm like, I got to come up with something that they can also relate with, but it's also kind of new. Yeah, you think same shit, different pile is different enough? Yeah. Okay. It works. Because yeah, they're gotcha. expecting something, and then all of a sudden, I just hit them with a zinger. There you go. Yeah. What's mine, yours? mine was like, same old, same old for a while, which I didn't even feel like pronouncing the D at the end of old, so it was kind of like, same old apostrophe, same old apostrophe. You know, just to, again, throw them through the loop and put a little bit of a accent on it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, right now, what is it? People ask me what's going on. I'm like, you know, same old. So I shortened it a little bit. But There you go. Yeah, yeah so this is episode four the Buffalo Happy Hour. Starting off strong already. For some reason, I'm juiced today for no reason. You're definitely going to take lead this week. Dude, I don't know what's going on. I Even at work today, my coworker was like, can you calm down a little bit? I'm like, no, man, I'm juiced. Get on my level. I just don't understand. I'm like amped. I'm pumped. I don't, I don't even know what to describe myself as. It's good. Yeah. Some of the energy is transferring across well, the table. Hopefully it's good. And I left my uh, notebook over by you. So now you got both the screenshot and the notebook. So if you want to pass that over, that'd be great. It's not allowed. I'm <laughs> yeah. literally hoarding all the information. Awesome. Well, right, to that note, we have a different whiskey this week. Right now it is um, Black Button. So we decided to go back to Black Button this week. We originally had an interview scheduled with a company down in Ellicottville that was going to release this week, but the gentleman who was the head distiller there canceled. So we're going to have the Black Button one because they have an extensive selection. Very good. Mike's making faces over here, so it must be very good. You can see his faces if you look at YouTube. Um, but so the guy canceled and we wanted to do black button because one, they have a very extensive selection and this is just one. We tried their first one, the four grain whiskey that we did on our second episode, right? Yeah. Things are flying, man. Seriously. We're so, already losing track. Yeah. Already losing track with these three whiskeys. <laughs> I think it's old age. Um, so this one is the collaboration whiskey from black button. It's their green label. If you're not watching on YouTube, if you aren't watching on YouTube, you better watch it on YouTube. Facts. Yeah, these are beautiful faces. So the collaboration whiskey, we'll get into the details of it later on in the episode. But we just wanted to touch on that this is the one that we're doing today, even though it's Black Button. It's kind of the same company that we did a little bit ago, but it's a completely different whiskey. And it's already fantastic. It is. I stole a sip yeah. and threw me for a loop. I was not expecting to have all those different sensations go through my body, but... It was, uh, it was good. What do you, what do you think? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It, it comes at your heart at first. 
Yeah, but it's really good. Yeah, and then it smooths out real quick, though. It's not even a, <clears throat> like, there's almost no burn. It's yeah. just the amount of flavors that's within it. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to it. We got to rate it. Do you, when you, I know that we talked about the first time we had whiskey last week, but yeah. do you remember, like, the reaction you had when you had whiskey for the first time straight without in a mixed drink? No. No. That's a good question. Yeah, the, uh, I don't know, Parks and Rec. I, Gina and I always joke about it because Ben Wyatt, Adam Scott, whenever he tries whiskey or something, he's like, like because he's trying to digest it going down his throat. Do you you don't remember having any type of reaction like that? No, I think I mean, dude. Now I got to start thinking about when I was a kid and I would sneak whiskey or alcohol behind the bar in the basement. Yeah, yeah. Because that was about the first time. Yeah. Because when I was you know an adult, nothing really. Surprise Nothing me. bothers you anymore? Yeah. I, yeah. It's just, you know, as an Irishman yeah. in South Buffalo. <laughs> as an Irishman. <laughs> yeah, you just grow up drinking at a young age. Probably 14 was my first beer. And then I think probably 9 or 10. So here's here's what happened. Wow. 9 or 10. Yeah, you got to do a little f- bit more explaining on Yeah, that. so at 9, 10 years old. Coming I right went, out of the womb, man. Seriously. <laughs> nine, 9, 10 years old, I went into the basement with a buddy and I definitely remember the first shot of vodka I ever had. And then there was real cheap whiskey, and I tried that, and I couldn't do it. Really? It was horrible. Like, the burn, my whole body was flipping out. But every year we'd have a Christmas party, and they were ragers. We had, I don't even know how big the house is. I'd have to look it up. But the house I grew up in was a, a ranch with a finished basement. Oh, okay. And we would invite everybody to the point where our street was lined with cars on both sides and then everybody would walk up and it was always a good year when we went to school the next monday and everyone's like dude you literally had cars at my house and they're probably a mile and a half down really because you have pleasant that run into smith in like lakeview hamburg and we would have cars going all the way down that road it was like no i'm like oh okay tiff and mike are having their party again oh sweet so we would fit probably, I think the one year we had 125 people in the house. Wow. And you couldn't walk. I mean, wherever you were, you were. Like, yeah. you couldn't leave. If you got up, your seat was taken, you were standing for the next six hours. <laughs> like, it was, that was it. So we would always bring friends over, and then it was a full, it was a full thing. And we'd always sneak into the basement and then try something yeah. as kids, just being little punks. Did you fill it up with water after or put water in that way? Did your parents ever mark the bottles so they would know where it was? No, because no. we're all having drinking issues. <laughs> so it wouldn't, it's like, wow, I actually did pretty good last night. Like, yeah. nothing, it didn't matter. Like, we didn't have to hide anything. Yeah, my parents didn't do that, but I've heard stories of people doing that. Like, I'm pretty sure my uncle used to do that. Yeah. And they put water in to hide it, like, when they did drink it, because then they would see he marked the bottle with a permanent marker at this level, and then they just threw water in it after. Yeah. I think my dad's, my dad and his siblings, my aunt and uncles used to do that. Oh, really? I don't think it ever worked. Or my grandparents just never cared. Yeah. And just didn't say anything. <laughs> just never cared. Yeah. But I definitely, oh, cousins too. Cousins yeah. did the same thing. Not us. We didn't. Mom didn't, mom didn't care. No. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. She was over there just having the time of her life. Yeah. But, yeah, That's it was cool. good. Yeah. So... We're having this black button again. Last week, if you missed the episode last week, episode three, we talked about Tommy Rodder, which released uh, today, which is October, what, 20-something? 20, 20, what is 20 it, 21st? 21st, something like that? I don't know. Um, last yeah, 21st. Two weeks ago, we did the black button four grain straight whiskey, and then our first episode was the one foot cock. So if you missed any of those episodes, go back and take a listen to them. They're actually getting some plays even right now, even the one foot cock one as we speak. 
which is pretty cool, which means people are going back and listening. Royalty income, I know, dude. dude. Tell me about it. Yeah, we, we got to start marketing <laughs> for these people. I know, seriously. <laughs> so do you, you want to talk about the, the black button right now? Um, yeah, we, we can. can give the rating later. Yeah. Cool. So I'll start with not basically their their info or whatever, but the the story about picking up this bottle was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so as, as we discussed last episode, I drive a lot for work. So... I went to an appointment, finished it up, and then on the way back to another appointment, I had I was early, thank God, mm-hmm. and my first appointment did not take as long as I thought, so I knew that I had about 15 minutes to spare, and then that gave me time to swing into the store, pick up this bottle, and then go to the, the next appointment. Right. So as I walked in, I now have a different lens for whiskey. I would only use to look for like Jameson, Gentleman Jack, Maker's Mark, yeah. and now I walk in and I see all these bottles. Really? So I That's see sweet. Black Button, Tommy Rotter, uh, Buffalo Distilling, and I'm like, oh my God, look at all these bottles. So I'm like, well, I only have like three minutes. <laughs> like, I, I have to come back. Luckily, me being me, I bought a house around the corner from the store. Nice. So it's not like I, you know, it's not out of my way. I could walk there. Mm-hmm. Also, a, a very dangerous thing. I, I definitely contribute <laughs> to the town taxes more than I should. But anyways, the it was right when I walked in. They had a, an entire two-shelf end cap space. It was back in my retail days, full of Black Button products. Oh, nice. They had their creams, all these different whiskeys, um, and then some gin. So I got pretty juiced up, quickly grabbed this bottle, and then left. So this bottle, the collaboration, uh, is Black Button and O'Bailey's Distillery. O'Bailey's, O'Bailey's, yeah. nailed it. So <laughs> if you haven't, what we should do is take a picture of this, is look at his handwriting. Your handwriting is annoyingly neat. we got to sip. Is annoyingly neat. It's not even that... so good. It is very good. It's not even that neat. It's just on, like, an italics angle. Why? I don't know. It's just how I tilt the book and write at the same time. Yeah. No one I know else does that. I actually have a weird bump, just side note, on my uh, middle finger where I hold the pen. And I'm pretty sure this bump just came out of nowhere because of how hard I used to write or hold the pencil when I was a kid. Did the like, nuns smack your knuckles? <laughs> no, I did not go to the Catholic school. <laughs> um, the, but it, it's an actual bump on here, and I would break pencils when I was younger because I would grip them so tight, and my pens would have a curve into them because the way that I was gripping it, it was so tight. Anyway, sorry, side note. Go for it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's no more questions phenomenal. needed for that. <laughs> no, it's fine. I'm all about that. So anyways... <laughs> So the, this is an angry person, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, you're trying to rip the paper with the ballpoint. So these two distilleries collaborated, got together, hence the name Collaboration Whiskey. Yep. Pretty smart. It's hand-selected barrels from both distilleries. So they pick they be, uh, their best barrels, and then Black Button picked their best, and then their head distillers nerded out and came up with this phenomenal-tasting whiskey. Absolutely. So they blended it together, and it remained in wooden caskets, and that's... Or casks, yep. not caskets. Wow. That yeah. was because there was a funeral on the way here. Oh, really? So that's where my brain Well, went. that's also because of our episode coming up on November 1st. He cleverly named them caskets, which you'll hear about them. Oh, yeah, that's but, right. Yeah, so it, it's brainwashed into you. They're caskets for now on. You can just call them caskets. Perfect. <laughs> that's our new theme. Absolutely. Theme Perfect. for this episode caskets. is death. Yeah. We also oh, okay. have to talk wow. about that article, wow. dude. Yeah, true. Because somebody drove behind a log truck, yeah. and then it went through their windshield. 
like we were just talking about last week. So we got to talk Dude, about that. Dude, that's scary. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Of course it's that. scary. So anyways. Hopefully right. you did research on that. I, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it was in Georgia. Okay, good. So it was. Everything happens in Georgia. Everything. So, all right. <laughs> there goes all those listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so this whiskey's 30% four grain bourbon. Which is the black button blue bottle. Perfect. And 70% Irish style all malt whiskey. Which is O'Begley's bottle that they have. So they took the four grain. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I again, don't ever take anything I say too seriously on this <laughs> podcast because I'm not 100% sure on anything. But this blue bottle that we had in our second episode is their four grain straight. And O'Begley's has their bourbon that they have, which I'll talk on a little bit. And I also want to reach out to the O'Begley's distillery to have them let us have or buy a bottle from them and talk about their history too, because it's actually very interesting Yeah, um, because they started and they're fully on the Irish train. They're um, I'm pretty sure their family farm started in Ireland and they just took some of the things over here. Sorry, I'm sidebar sidebarring and I want to have them on because this seems like a very interesting story from them, but their whiskey that they have, which I'll touch on in just a little bit is their small batch pot still whiskey which is which maps to the irish style ale or irish style whiskey that is featured in this collaboration i feel like when we walk into that place i'm just gonna start crying because i'll feel like i'm home yeah and it is it is really cool i want to go i looked at some of the information online and they have like all of their motors in the company like the motors that are powering these single batch processes are taken from like historic sites around the area that were decommissioned or something it looks really sick. Like, we really have to go. Yeah, we will. I'll contact them. Perfect. All right, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Go for it. So, for the taste, it's a sweet malt as the initial. Mm-hmm. It's a subtle oak and spice undertone mm-hmm. with honey and vanilla at first and then oak and vanilla at the end. Yeah. And you, I don't even think there's a beginning, middle, or end portion to this. It's everything at once, and it is super good. Yeah. Absolutely. You. We have to get some of these taste profiles from the actual distillery because if we were to sit down and talk about it it's really subjective to you and i like you might taste something different than what i might but this is what the distillery planned on having within here so we at least want to touch on it and then you and i touch on what we feel in the actual very high class whiteboard that we have up here extremely yeah we talk about our flavor profile that we're getting but that that's exactly what the distillery wanted us to taste and you're right. I think that it all just molded into one taste, which is great. Yeah, I like it. So, the, really quick, just wanted to give a little bit of an intro on Obegley's Distillery. So, they were founded in 2011. Again, they have a very colorful history, which I want the head distiller on the episode really bad. So, we'll have to plan that. Uh, they do a small batch pot still process, which really is the style of making whiskey in one distillery from both mixed mash um, that are both malted and unmalted barley in one single pot still. So you have this pot still process, which is known for making small batches or one batches at a time. And you have the more traditional, which is a column still process, which is more of a continuous process that can make many batches at a time. So that's really the difference between a distillery that is pumping out a lot under a continuous column still process and a distillery that is pumping out small batches, maybe... Some whiskey people believe that a small batch process like this pot still process is more true to what the whiskey was originally tended to be tasted like. But that's where this distillery makes their name is with this small batch process. 
So really, I know I said this a couple times, but we really want to have them on to talk about it. So we'll tag them in this video. Anyone that knows, if anyone knows people that work there, let us know. Get us in contact with these people because they have a great story. We want to share it. For sure. They're in Pittsburgh, New York, too, I believe. So it's right around Rochester. So it wouldn't be a far, too far of a drive if you and I went out there. Not at all. I mean, we might get killed again, but... It's yeah, funny. we'll see who else is driving on the road. Yeah. We should be all right, though. Yeah. Bunch of animals out there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was, how was your weekend, Mike? Well, let's, let's start there before we get too far off the rails. All right. So, making my palms sweat thinking about it. Hell yeah. But I had training over the weekend uh, for the Army. I had to do my, my duty obligation. There you go. So, I basically... Second last one, right? Yeah, second last one. It was not bad. Yeah. The it was a what we call a home station, so we basically just stayed and did classroom training, and then in a week and a half ish, something like that, opsec. The that's it. okay. I'll explain that joke. I shouldn't, but I sh- I will. So opsec is operational security. So you never give exact like dates, times, locations, who's going, what, like all that stuff, mm-hmm. just because it's you know yeah threats. So you understand cybersecurity. Got it. Threats. So I Nailed always it. I always say like um, in a week we're gonna be doing this ish week ish opsec sure. and then I always throw in opsec and then you know our community laughs because gotcha. we're just we're, we're nerds. Yeah. Well, anyways, for sure. I got so you. we did the classroom portion this month and then next month we're doing the field portion of what we did in the classroom. So I was in charge of teaching five classes to the unit and then it was a round robin setup. So. You know, group one went to this class, then they went to this class, then we broke for chow. Then they went to this class, and then went to this class, then we broke for chow. Then they did class, class, bed, right? So I was an instructor. Uh, my best friend and cycle platoon sergeant is the other instructor, and then we basically spun the unit up on what we had to do for our tasks that hire wants us to accomplish. So I taught like a teacher, which was interesting. And, side note, if you have a master's degree, you're able to teach. Did you know that? Like, just able to? Yeah. Regardless of what the master's degree is in? Correct. Really? So, if you get a master's degree, you could teach in college. Oh, I did not know that. I didn't... My buddy told me that the other day, and I was mind blown. Does he have a master's? Yeah. I'm debating on getting a master's just so I can teach. Why would you want to teach, though? Kind of cool. I mean, I did it all weekend. You already worked 90 hours a week. You're you're right. Yeah. I mean, no, I don't. But I'm saying, you know, retirement, long-term planning. You know how I am. I forecast. <laughs> yeah, really. I forecast my entire life. And right. if it doesn't go to plan, I flip out. Sure. And then everyone tells me to calm down. Woo-saba. Right. It's life. And I'm like, no, it's not life. I'm in control of my life. Oh, Rah. Yeah, and then it doesn't, yeah. Get it. I'm a disaster. <laughs> disaster. <laughs> what did you do over the weekend? Uh, well, my cousin got married, which was exciting. We had a... Cheers. Yeah, we had a rehearsal dinner on Friday a the wedding on sun on saturday which was exciting i was the best man so i had to give a speech how was it it was fantastic i mean i think it was but i (laughs) do you ever start talking and just start blacking out and you don't you know that you're talking and you kind of get sidetracked in what you want to say because you black out does that ever happen to you every episode we record this podcast (laughs) what do you like what do you mean like we're we're listening to the episodes back and we're like we didn't talk about that did we (laughs) do you do you like public speaking i love it yeah do you really i also took it in college yeah yeah well that wasn't really productive it was in the first it was in the first school that we went to that we can't talk about gotcha okay so it it honestly was it was good actually i took it in the first school too but the other campus really yeah ah 
the, the more astute campus, as I like to say. Oh, the, oh. Oh, yeah, the, the prissy campus. Yes, there you go. <laughs> With that one random field next to it yeah. that no one uses. No one uses at all. Such a waste of whatever. So what <laughs> did you ever get analyzed on your public speaking habits? Yeah, a lot. What are your What are your tendencies? Well, I used to have a tick with like my leg. I would oh, okay. literally move my leg, or I would start talking with my hands. I stopped. Really? Basically, I got recorded once, and then that was it. That's all it took. It wasn't just listening to myself speak; it was watching myself speak. And then when I watched myself, I immediately changed it. It was one of the greatest after action reviews I've ever done. Yeah, really. So yeah, it was uh, it was intense. The mine was that I said. I think I said um quite a bit, which I still do. I mean, that's kind of a placeholder word. So for sure, every once in a while, I'll throw it out there, but I have gotten much better. I took this public speaking class actually in my current job during uh, the management development program that I was in. And this one person, I remember it so vividly, would always, again, not using genders, would always do this. So she would be talking. They and would then she be would, talking. Damn it. I just said I'm not going to be using <laughs> genders. They would be talking and then they would just start clapping and because they talked with their hands all the time as they were talking they would just keep clapping and everybody in the room because we were meant to critique them to get them prepared for professional life and how to properly present to people everyone was like yo listen this is getting obnoxious so after we told them and they were like oh no way i do that I'm like, are you kidding? He was echoing through the whole hallway. <laughs> yeah, you do it. I can't hear anymore. So it, it's funny watching people public speak that aren't comfortable with it because we're trained to pick up certain things. And once you pick up some certain things that people do, you start ticking whenever they do that certain thing. Like You can count how many times people say like or count how many times they say um. And after a while, you just start blacking out yourself because you're so focused on this one word that they keep saying, and you drive yourself insane. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. There were professors that would do it, too. Yeah. And we would, I would, I think, three professors in my entire mm -hmm. co collegiate career. Collegiate career. Would always say... Sounds so fancy. Yeah. They would always <laughs> say one word, whether it was um, like, always. Uh, you know what I do? I always say phenomenal. Really? Have you noticed on this podcast? I have not. I say phenomenal a lot. I feel like I'm sure some troll yeah, is going to go back and start counting now. One of our 30 viewers. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we're doing good. We're doing we are, good. We are. We are. So, <laughs> honestly, were you nervous starting a podcast and being in front of a camera? Not at all. No? I couldn't care less. Good. I was so pumped. Good. Just yeah. to give something for the people. You well, know, just to fight for the people. Yeah, and it's you and I talking to each other, really. I mean, we have millions of viewers out there that are really tuning into this episode. Obviously. The... First couple times that I actually watched our episodes back, one, I know that I have a much bigger head than I thought I did. That's really <laughs> my biggest takeaway from this is I look at this video and I'm like, my head's twice the size of Mike's. How does this happen? And you're also that was twice my first as takeaway. smart. I don't know about that. Yeah. Stop it. Okay. The, yeah. So that was my first takeaway. And the second one was I pick up on our like themes of the episode too. Yeah. So that's kind of where my head's at when listening to these. Which is good. Because you're trying to critique yourself for future episodes, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, back to the back to the wedding. So, yeah, it was a best man speech. It was really a roast. I kind of told everybody at the beginning, I'm like, listen, this is going to be a roast of him. And uh, it, it ended up turning out pretty good. Um, I know that when we get to the point where I get married, it's just going to be another roast back. So, that, that's the cool thing about that. But, yeah, it was a really fun wedding. It went really all night. We went out after. 
Didn't get home until 3. And then Sunday, watched the Bills game. Bills beat Miami. Very close game. Closer than I would have liked it to be. And we made cider, which was sick. Yeah, I'm having that before I leave. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. You can't tease me with a photo. Yeah. We got from two, cider. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bud. <laughs> yeah, okay, dude. How do you know how to make cider? Yeah, we, we we took two gallons of it, which is sick. So we'll be downing that within the next week. But it was really cool. So Gina's family had their like family friend has a whole process where they buy pounds of apples, like pounds and pounds of apples. They crush them there and then they put them in pillowcases. And then the crushed apples go in the pillowcases, and then it goes into this mechanism that forces all the juices out. So you're obviously juicing the apples. And then it strains it going into the bucket, and then from the bucket you pour it through another, like, old um, pillowcase or something along those lines to, like, double filter it. Okay. And as soon as it's done, that's it. So it took a little bit to do, but it was awesome at the end, and it tastes fantastic. So you'll have to try it after. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. But yeah, that was our weekend. Do you <laughs> do you like cider, like hard cider? Have you ever had it? Like spiked cider? Yeah. Yeah. Like super hard cider, bro. Like hard. <laughs> no, not that hard. <laughs> but, uh, but I've had hard. Yeah. Like normal hard. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, it's good. I, I can't get behind it. Why not? Okay. Is this going to be another Nickelodeon Disney thing? Yeah, dude. No, it's going to be another warm versus cold Brita filter thing. There we go. Okay. Um, no, I just, I don't know. I would rather have beer at that point. That's fair. Yeah. You can actually make, like, the pumpkin beers pretty good. Yeah. And then you can put whatever around the rim. You know, people, like, make those those drinks of pumpkin beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the sugar, sugar or something around the rim? Yeah. Or whatever it's it is. It's something obnoxious. You, yeah. like, dip Cinnamon. the glass. Yeah. Because we're extra. <laughs> well, you got to be festive. <laughs> For festive. the fall festives. Did you do anything festive at all lately? No. No. I cut my grass, and then I leaf blue leaves, so that's that's festive. Blue leaves? Yeah, I leaf blow all the dead leaves off my Oh, head. I thought you meant, like, the color blue leaves. No. I'm like, what do you mean you're leaving blue leaves? So, speaking of leaves, <laughs> why are people so... Like, okay, granted, it's gorgeous. I get that. But people walk up to trees, and they're like, look how pretty it is. Like, it doesn't happen every year. Well, not that, but it's also like you're, you're basically obsessed with the death of the tree. It's just dying and shedding. Really. But it dies beautifully, Mike. He, sure, but we're just fascinated by death. Yet again, death is the theme of this episode. Oh my so now, gosh, here we so go. Now all these all these death. white people flock. Yeah. They flock into the woods. Flock. <laughs> they flock into the woods and they take pictures and they block roads, potentially get hit by vehicles. How else are you gonna fill up Snapchat stories? That or Instagram or Facebook just to prove that you've done something festive with I'm not calling you out, but I'm calling out everybody. Yeah. The matching flannels. It's oh just, it's calling me out too, but I love it. Yeah. It's I I've not it's not my thing. No. I'd rather go camp. Right. Which I did talk to Colleen about. So this is our... So you and Gina have the cold Britter... Britta... Yeah, Britter. Yeah, I went Britter. to college. Yeah, so Britta Britter. and then warm Britta. The Britter. Yeah, the Britter. <laughs> the Britter. <laughs> and then I talked to Colleen about camping. She doesn't camp. Gina doesn't either. It's not a thing. So she's a city girl. She's, you know, high class. I'm going to sit down and have an old F. Like, I go, cool, but there's a world out there. Right. And I want to go live in it. And yeah. she's not into that. So I got... Why light a pine candle when you can open up the window and have the smell of the pines coming? Is <laughs> <laughs> Ron Swanson Exactly. Says, our favorite person ever. So she's into glamping. Okay. She wants basically a hotel experience in Ellicottville. And that's not camping. No. I want to go live in the woods right. and make a fire. Or go to Allegheny, 
and then take over a cul-de-sac with with the boys and then and they're you know the boys and the significant others absolutely sit down have a fire you cook food on the fire you get blasted around the fire and then you mosey on into the no pun intended you you mosey on into your cabin and then fall asleep drunk wake up and then restart the fire in the morning and have a bloody mary right absolutely to survive the weekend like that's what it's about and she's not into that no not even uh cabin no because you know where does where does she go to the bathroom where does she shower don't cabins have bathrooms in them well the nice ones true but i want like you know the world war ii manhattan project bunk barracks beds that are just inside of some wooden shelter yeah and then you you keep it warm like they have they have ones where they do laundry service basically where they change the sheets they come make the bed whatever mm-hmm. like it's like it's like a hotel right and it's not you're not there for that yeah you're there to be in the woods and hang out with people and everybody makes something it's like okay this guy uncle joe is really good at chili so he makes 40 tons of chili <laughs> and he's stirring this big damn pot in the community buildings yeah and it's you know i mean that's what it's about and then he goes yeah. shower in the community showers right i mean that's that's how I grew up. You come away with five warts on your feet, but that's how it works. Yeah, you bring shower shoes because yeah, you're not a sure. barbarian. But <laughs> You're not a barbarian. We're only camping outside, dude. We're not barbarians. <laughs> yeah, then you let the kids run around, get dirty, get grass stains on clothes, yeah. play sports, and then you go for hikes. I mean, that's, that's what I want to do. When was the last time you went camping? So I used to camp every year, yeah. and then I started playing baseball, and then we... St- Reverse it. Sorry. So I grew up playing baseball, and then I stopped playing baseball to go camping. Okay. I didn't get to make that choice because I was a kid. My parents made that choice, and then lo and behold, I was in the woods. And then basically... Not getting scholarships. Yeah, not getting scholarships. And then <laughs> and then when I, uh, when I started playing football, that was pretty much it. I think the last time I camped, I was barely a teenager. Really? Yeah. Probably like... It was definitely before I was driving. Wow. Yeah. So, so you're due for a nice camping trip. Yeah. When are we going then? That's what I'm saying. So. Where's your place to go? When we grew up, we used to go to Sprague Brook all the time. Yeah. It's which was there. which was nice, but it was close. Right. Like we went camping. Uh, it had to have been three years ago. We went out to Thousand Islands and we camped right on the waterfront, which was sick because that was a real camping experience because you're out with no electricity, obviously, and in a tent and sleeping there. But. It was right by the water, too, so you can go swim and then take a ferry over to the Bold Castle, which was sweet. That's awesome. So, yeah, that was... I mean, those are two different camping experiences, but... Yeah. I like... I love camping. I love being by a fire. I love just everything about it, except mosquito bites. Yeah. And that's based on time of year, too. Yeah. I mean, if you go in the fall, like now, if you go to Allegheny now, there's no mosquitoes. It's too cold. Right. So, the mosquitoes are are gone, but then you can just sit around, have a fire. The fire keeps you warm. Mm -hmm. The booze keeps you warm. And then you're just with great company. But that, like, I'm talking camping like that, where you, like, the whole family goes, takes over a cul-de-sac, say, at Allegheny State Park. Yeah. I haven't done that since I was, like, a teenager. But, you know, I just, I'm trying to get Colleen into it. So, she did agree to go on a hike. Now that we got Sam, he, oh, yeah. you know, obviously we want him to have the best life possible. Obviously. So, we, we take him to, like, Chestnut Sam's Ridge. Sam's dog. Yeah. Not Sam, the kid. Sam's my dog. Not the kid. 
Um, so limited time there because obviously yeah. our child's going to be vaccinated. Right. We definitely just lost 15 subscribers. Your child's going to be vaccinated in a way. Yeah. <laughs> Mine isn't, man. We're going to throw dirt in his face and hope he lives. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> that is not good. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I was talking to her the other night about it and I said, hey, why don't we take Sam, go to Allegheny, hike, or Letchworth State Park. Those are, those are my two go-tos. Letchworth and Allegheny. Yeah. And then camp like why not both of them are close enough i mean let is only what an hour and 15 away yeah it's not bad no we could probably like i don't i know i can get convinced gina to go cabin camping the biggest thing that she doesn't like is sleeping she doesn't like sleeping in a tent so i could probably convince her to go cabin camping yeah so convince colleen or we'll we'll all go yeah, I mean that's that's the goal. Like, you know, we're not going to talk to him about it until this episode releases, and we're just going to get texts simultaneously saying no, and then that'll be the end of that discussion. A hundred percent. Until I throw her in the truck, and then we just go there. <laughs> I'm just going to say we're going on a cute date night, yeah, there you and go. then all of a sudden we're in the woods, and then you're tailgating me, and they're like, "Why is Derek here? That's weird." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just sit up in the back seat. Hello yeah. there. Oh, hey, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, because. Gina and Colleen are the first two subscribers other than us. Right. So. Well, I don't even know if Gina subscribed yet. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For those that watch our YouTube podcast, you can actually watch my eyes just fall out of my face. Yeah, because you didn't think I was serious. Um, <laughs> all right. So you want to get into this whiskey? We're probably sometime we're, through. We're, we got 27 minutes left. Okay. So, yeah, let's talk about this this whiskey here with this collaboration whiskey. Shoot. Take, take a break a little bit from the uh, the funny stories, I guess, because we're just so hilarious. Yeah. Obviously, we're going to be stand-up comedians after humorous. this episode releases. Well, yeah. And, and talking about public speaking, would you ever even try to go up and do stand-up? Some people that think that they're funny, they're like, oh, yeah, I can do stand-up for sure. And then they get up there and... I don't know if I would actually have the balls to do it. It's not even about having the, the, the nuts to do it. It's it's an art. Yeah. You got to have the delivery of your jokes down. You have to have the audience on a hook. Like, there's so much that goes into it. Yeah. It's public speaking on a whole different tier. My buddy does stand-up. and Does he really? Yeah. And he uh, he's actually decently well-known around Buffalo. But he, uh, he was talking to me about it because he knows that I'm totally comfortable in front of a camera, in front of people. I can talk. But to have... The the Isn't art of stand speak? up down is it's it's a big thing. Isn't it you can speak? Listen, <laughs> probably. Yeah, I could talk real good. Yeah, yeah, I, I talk the bestest out of all of them. <laughs> Tell me, man. I, I went to college. I don't know almost any of it anymore. Yeah, really. It's fine. I, I don't know if I could get up there and do stand up. I get asked, and that's on the assumption that I'm actually funny. I know I'm most not funny. of yeah most of my jokes and why people laugh are because it's inside jokes which would bomb on stage somewhere yeah no one else would laugh at that right which is why it's tough because I'm in the same boat like I can make people laugh with the inside jokes we have because yeah. I can relate it to whatever we're doing right. but to come up with something like I can't like Bill Burr talks about self checkout and rolling hams out the front of the store yeah. because he's checking himself out yeah I can't think of stuff like that yeah he's but, he's on a totally different tier though. But yeah, okay. So famous. So, yeah, so yeah, and we're we're far from it. So we'll get there one day, though, right? Okay. So anyway, so from a from a labeling and branding perspective, obviously it has to be consistent with what we had for the first one because it's the same company. So I mean, it, the black button is still up there. The story's still the same about how the guy was in the business of be, trying to do buttons and create buttons for high profile people. Yep. The highest profile people is I almost spill my whiskey everywhere and I would have started crying. <laughs> the highest profile people 
and how he was colorblind, so the other color buttons that he would be able to make are black buttons. Yep. So story is the same. Obviously, the label's the same. A plus check mark. Disagree? No, I agree. Solid. Nose. What about your nose? What about my nose? Yeah, it's... It's on par yeah, with, the, with it's, the last. It's, it's, it's a, good. It's a sweet, sweet, sweet taste to it. So last time, we actually changed the Tommy Rotter to an A++. Are we thinking this one's an A++ or an A++ checkmark? I'd go with an A++ checkmark. Yeah, consistent with the black button one? Yeah. And then the initial taste... It has the same initial taste, I think. No, I lied. It is a honey and vanilla, they say, instead of a... What was the other one? Vanilla and caramel. Yeah. So I know that you like honey quite a bit. I do like honey quite a bit. However... Ooh, however. So far, this is the best tasting whiskey we've had on the podcast. Oh, okay. I'm nice. calling it out. I'm putting it there. Yo. I'm just going to put it right up Drop on top. Drop the beat. Bow, yeah. bow, 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 bow. I'm telling Hottest you, man. Whiskey. The first, when I stole a sip in the beginning of the episode, I literally just stared at you and I was like, wow. Yeah. This takes a cake for me. So, how many check marks does this receive? Or plus marks? I think it's an A++. Yeah. That's the best... Is that one of the best ratings? I don't know, man. We gave an A++ to the Tommy Rotter nose. Was that well, the best nose? Yeah. Okay. Then A++ it is. You want to go A++++? Three pluses? Yeah, we'll throw in three pluses. Okay, just to differentiate it. Really differentiate it. Yeah. I A++++. Mean, he never told us the rating scale, so... No. We have no idea what's good. It really, could actually probably be failing. We, we don't should, know. We should honestly go into the, the college... And ask if he's still there. That's under the, yeah, I was just going to say that's dude, under the I almost feel like there. his last semester was our last semester there. It probably was because I told you I took an he, art class. He had health issues. Yeah, I took an art class because it was him teaching it. And then some Jamoke came in and he was like, I'm your teacher. I'm like, absolutely not. I know. Where's Professor? What's his face? He's like, <laughs> he's sick. I'm like, the hell he is. Get him in here. <laughs> I was pissed, man. I, I think that it seriously was the last semester that he was there is when he taught I us. I think I remember history. us talking about it yeah. because I remember we asked. And they're like, yeah, I think he's done. Yeah. The, the Jamoke that was in there was just standing up. He would never make eye contact with any of the students. Obviously, I sucked up and got an A+. Not an A++. You didn't plus drop because it? Absolutely not. I took the if whole thing. If he was not in the front of the classroom, I would have dropped Dude, that Dude, it was the worst class I've ever taken. <laughs> yeah. It was literally the worst class I've ever taken. I for, I don't even know if anyone was in there that I knew at the time. It was the worst class I've ever taken. I can't emphasize <laughs> this enough. That was the worst class I've ever taken. It was nothing made sense. I think it was like literature and art or something like that. Did you have to read the textbook? Yeah, okay. I mean, was I've never read a textbook in my <laughs> right. life. Which is why I'm saying you're twice as smart as me, dude. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I honestly can't remember what the class entailed. But it was something along the lines of, I think we actually had to write a poem or something like that. It was, was this, very, fourth grade? Yeah, dude. I was like, write a haiku. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> roses are red, violets are blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would I write a Japanese poem when we won in the 40s? Right, like, we won in the 40s. We, we are back-to-back world champs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, no. <laughs> a lot of death in those world champs. Nailed it, death quote again. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, <laughs> oh my God, this is off the rails. Um, but yeah, so we gotta he, get back to, <laughs> We gotta get back no, to the board. we don't. It's our podcast. Podcast. We can do whatever we want. Um, but yeah, so that that was a mess. I actually passed with flying colors. I'm pretty sure everybody called me a teacher's pet in there, but that's fine because I aced the class. Anyway. You should have put a dog bed that's branded with your name next to his desk. <laughs> like, I'm here, teacher. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so 
Initial taste, what did we give it? A plus plus plus. A plus plus plus. Okay. Yeah. Ending notes. A plus plus check mark. Ooh, A plus plus check mark. Okay, I will agree with that. I think that this I mean, you've been doing a lot of the ratings. I agree that this is probably one of the best that we've had. Yeah. I did really, really enjoy the first one, the four grain straight. It is good. But this one is a combination of that and another one. Exactly. And we got a sip. So that means, unless you're putting water in here, it's only going to go up from there, right? Yeah. Because you're taking what the head distiller at Black Button, when we rated that a 94, and you're taking a whiskey that they feel is complementary to theirs, it's only going to go up from here. That's right. So I, I agree. I think that this is one of the best ones that we've ever had. Do we do a, another one, two, three? Because that worked so well last time. We're going to the decimals, man. I know. All right. Let's do it. So one, two, three. 95. 95.5. <laughs> All right. So 95.75 is our rating. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was definitely one of the – I mean, that is the best one that we've had so far. Uh, we have many more black button. Many more? Much more? Many more? College did suck. Many more or much more? For Black Button? No, like correct grammar. Many more or much more? What was the context again? We have many more Black Button. We have much more Black Button. Yeah. Much more. Yeah, much more. I don't know how I passed school. We have much more Black... That still doesn't sound right. Anyway... More black button on the way. Let's yeah, just more exit to, that More out. to come. Yeah, so they have like six more that we're going to try. Yeah. But we have to go to the actual tasting room to get them because they weren't available in the store, right? Or that particular store that you went to? Correct. It was only this one and yeah. that one. So. Yeah. And bourbon cream, we're still going to try that because I believe the lady from Black Button was nice enough to give us one. We yep. just have to go pick it up. Yeah. So we're going to be doing that black button bourbon cream soon. But yes, this is the best one. Out ninety five point seven five. We will write that down. Let's actually take a picture of this and post it on our Instagram. That way, people, people can, can keep see up. It. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll make an Excel spreadsheet too, because math. Uh, <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll get our Helbert teacher to do it too. There we go. Um, yeah. So we'll do that and we'll post it on our Instagram. That way, people can follow along with what we're going to do. And if anybody's got recommendations, just drop a comment so that way we can keep up with what you guys think, feel, even critiques. We're down for it. Yeah. If it's a critique, you know what? Just send that as a DM. Yeah. And then we'll obviously make that correction moving forward. Yeah, we don't need that public. Yeah, we, we don't need that public negativity. <laughs> all right, we need good vibes only moving forward. You guys suck. You don't even know this. <laughs> a plus Chuck Mark is not real. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that's not a real rating scale? It goes A, B, C, D. Duh. It's like, yeah, we know. Yeah. Easy tiger. You know, we would do, we would add the letters. We would just add in a G. Yeah, there you go. It's fine. This is a G minus plus sign. <laughs> so this is the part of the show that varies in time frame. That's a new part, but this is the new show, but it's a new part. So we're going to talk about our cocktails that we suggest. Yes. So recommended cocktails for yes. people that do not want to try whiskey neat and they don't just want to mix everything with coke or ginger ale and they don't want to take a blowtorch to a fruit yeah and make a garnish out of it blowtorch to a fruit love it <laughs> that is both an analogy about how my throat feels the first time that i tried whiskey and also the garnish on top of the whiskey so i like that we need a drop for this section i think yeah we do like <laughs> cocktails i mean that was like super intense you like that yeah it, it goes with the death theme you know 
It, it was very negative, but I liked it. I'm in shock right now. Why? I, I just wasn't expecting, you weren't expecting that to occur. I don't think I was either. That I, just kind of came that's out. That's like the damn ass all over yeah, again. Damn ass, dude. <laughs> okay, so um, let me let me take let me take leads. So we got Okay, yeah, please. Please take control of the show. Okay. <laughs> 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 <Sorry>. Cocktails. <laughs> so we mine Oh my goodness. We need so much help. <laughs> yeah, someone's mowing their lawn, so if you can hear this, I apologize. Yeah, someone someone's cutting the grass. Yeah. That's fine. I need the, to do that today. Yeah, me too. I'm actually going to go home and do it. Probably blast it, because how else would I cut my grass? Seriously. Speaking of which, do you want to top off and put some of this hemlock leaf Yeah, go drops ahead. In you, there? you add that, and then I'll talk about my cocktail. All right, so I'm doing a bourbon tea. So a bourbon tea is one and a half ounces of bourbon tea, 0.5 ounces of limoncello, which I think is most well-known in the colleges, say like maybe Fred Fest, yeah. because limoncello sounds fancy, but it's also cheap, and you can use it for almost everything. Cello a base. Shout out to everybody that I'm friends with in Fredonia, and God bless, because what happens in Fredonia stays in Fredonia, to say the it least. Uh, so we got one and a half ounces of bourbon whiskey, half an ounce of limoncello, four ounces of freshly brewed iced tea, Note, it has to be fresh. There's no other option, apparently, for this recipe. I almost said receipt, like I bought this. (laughs) It can't be McDonald's, like unsweetened icy. That won't work. No. And then we have a lemon wedge garnish, which is probably optional at that point. And then, of course, ice. So that's the bourbon tea. I'll say it again to wrap up because I keep getting sidetracked. So it's one and a half ounces of bourbon whiskey, half ounce of limoncello, four ounces of freshly brewed iced tea, and a lemon wedge garnish. Okay. So that's my cocktail. I like that. What do you got? So my cocktail is actually a cocktail that I had for the first time not too long ago. There's this pretty cool bar in Buffalo that is called the Angelica Tea Room. Okay. And they make badass cocktails. They switched it to an Angelica Tiki Room, which I wasn't like too fond of the actual feel in that place. Because it was a cool tea, tea room, it was called at first, which had this classy vibe. And then they went to a tiki room for the summer, which made them change to a, there was like lays everywhere and it had this Hawaiian feel to it. And I'm like, I don't want rum. I want whiskey. So a little upset about that. Anyway, sidetrack. I had a whiskey sour, I believe for the first time there. No kidding. You never had those before? I've never had those before. Oh yeah. Me neither then. I've (laughs) never had whiskey sour. Let me tell you. But I wasn't like. If you told me that you're going to put an egg in my cocktail, yeah, no, I'm good, bro. Right. So I didn't ever have one of those. I just wanted straight whiskey without ice or with speed bumps. So I've never (laughs) tried one. And the guy behind the bar, Jake, shout out Jake if you're listening. Please come back because we miss you over at Angelica Tea Room. I don't even know if he quit. I just went there twice and he wasn't there. So he's probably (laughs) still there. But anyway, so the cocktail is a whiskey sour with an egg. You can make a whiskey sour without an egg. But yeah. the one that I had was with an egg, and I loved it. It's egg white. It's not an actual egg, but it's an egg white. So it's two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of lemon juice, three-fourths of an ounce of simple syrup, getting real tight with those decimals there, 0.75 ounces, which is similar to the rating that we gave, one egg white and one maraschino cherry. So just bringing it full circle, it has a beautiful sour taste to it. Wow. I've never – I'm not a big sour – I shouldn't say that because I loved Sour Patch Kids when I was a kid – Warheads, when I was growing up, ate so many of them that the top layer of my tongue peeled off. Are you serious? Not kidding. I would down them in a disgusting amount. I have ulcers. I wouldn't be surprised all down my throat 
from the amount of sour stuff that I used to eat as a kid and how much hot sauce I eat now, I'm sure I'm going to die early. What did your parents think? Dude, I went to the store. So shout out Steve again, the one who I tried the first whiskey with. We would go to Tops, and when we were younger, we were like, yeah, we're going to fill up this bag with Warheads, and then we're going to lift it while we're weighing it to get it at a cheaper price. And, like, we were so badass when we did that. Like, I got this whole bag of Warheads for, like, $1.75. So <laughs> we bought, like, a four-pound bag of Warheads, and I would down them so quick that I'm not kidding. It eroded away, like, the top layer of my tongue. Wow. I could, like, grind my teeth against my tongue and pull off flakes of my tongue. Hopefully no one's eating while they're talk- while they're listening to this. Yeah, I mean, first of all, it's kind of repulsive. But second, I'm almost proud. Yeah. I mean, that's an achievement. Yeah. You, that's, was, that's a raw tongue. You know, you have to, like, be really ambitious and just go for it. You know, at that <laughs> point, you just got to send it in order to really take off that layer of your tongue. Full send or no yeah, send. Yeah, just remove, full send or no send. Remove the tongue. What, what was the phrase last week that you used? Do less, God bless. Do less, God bless, man. That's what I did. Yeah. I did no less. <laughs> God bless you my tongue. You did more. Yeah, I did more. You're a disaster. Yeah. So, yeah, that was absolutely brutal. Um, and my tongue got so sore and it actually hurt to put anything on it because there was nothing protecting it. I'm sure your dentist loved you oh, yeah, when you for were a kid. Sure. Absolutely. But anyway, so Jesus. Okay, back. So whiskey sour. I'm not a big fan of sour things, but this whiskey sour really tickled my fancy. And then also, shout out again to Steve. He's getting a lot of credit on these yeah, shows coming up. But he introduced me to sour beers. What are your thoughts on sour beers? Not a fan. Really? Yeah. So you have to try this. Maybe we'll do a special episode. With sour beers, but there's this one sour beer. It's called the Green Zebra. It is sold at Wegmans, and it is the best thing I've ever had in my life. It's pronounced zebra, zebra. but I'll let it go that time. The sour zebra. <laughs> yeah, so it was fantastic. Yeah. And I now like sour things again, I guess. Well, that's good. Yeah, but this whiskey sour was very good, so kind of to bring it back full circle. Again, it's two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of lemon juice. We're professionals. Two ounces of bourbon, one ounce of lemon juice, three-fourths ounces of simple syrup, one egg white, and one maraschino cherry. You shake that thing up, you shake it like a Polaroid pitcher, and then you pour it in your glass, and then that's it. Send it, bro. Peel that tongue off. You are definitely on another level today. Dude, I told you, I'm amped today for some reason. I still don't understand why, but I am hyper. You might just run around the block and then come back and sit and on the I, couch. Normally, probably, we normally I have a coffee like at 2 o'clock to give myself some more energy. I did nothing today. And I had a packed weekend, too. Yeah. I have no idea why I'm this hyper. You might be overtired. That you went to be. bed at 3 o'clock. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're probably overtired, so now you're just amped. Oh, I'm amped, bro. I'm juiced, yeah, dude. Yeah, juiced. Yeah, especially go. with that Bills win. So well, let's talk about that. Okay. We don't have time restrictions. Send it, bro. Yeah. That's our theme today. Death and send it. We're just sending <laughs> death. Um, what What are your thoughts on that Bills win? We definitely shook off Rust. Yeah. For the entire first half. Yeah. And then we came out the second half. McD calmed us down. Shout out Coach McDermott. McD. You're listening, bro. He's a stud. But did you hear his locker room speech at the end of the game? Yeah. Phenomenal. There you go. <sighs> Did you have a sip of that? Yeah. Woo! I definitely a fan of having it just out of the bottle normal without the homogenous, non-homogenous leaf water that we drop into it. <laughs> the reverse osmosis distilled water with hemlock leaf. There you go. Yeah. Dude, I got it nailed now. Yeah, you do. No shame in coming my way. But yes, I do like it without that, mm-hmm. which is shocking. Anyway, start chewing it. Chew it real quick. Chew it. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that burns, bro. Ooh, it's making my palms sweat. 
Ooh. All right. So, so wow, that was that was an experience. Yeah, to get you. Let me do it. I want to. I want to put something <coughs> through this. Ta- yeah, dude. I want to put something through this table right that now. That comes out through the nose. Yeah, that's intense. All right. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, bills. Yeah, the bills. Duh, bills. Duh, bills. So. We shook off the rust. McDermott made adjustments, squared us away. Josh Allen calmed down. And then, dude, I want him to hang out with Brett Favre. Josh Allen? Yeah. If Josh Allen hangs out with Brett Favre for a week, shout out Brett Favre. Brett Favre is the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. If he hung out with Brett Favre, then he would legitimately understand how to throw that deep ball. See, now this is my thought on this. We could have had 14 more points. We could have, yes. So this is my thought. I thought that the game in general went very good for our offense because we showed that we can march the ball down the field. Yeah, but we couldn't close. Correct. But at the same time, we still have work to do, obviously. But Allen didn't throw any picks. He made no mistakes that game. I know. Like from an interception or turnover perspective, he made no mistakes, which was very, very surprising for him. Yeah. So that's an improvement right there. Our defense probably took this game off. They probably thought that this was going to be easy because Fitzmagic was in. I knew as soon as he was announced... I was scared shitless. Me too. Because he would can either throw 400 yards and three touchdowns or 100 yards and four picks. Right. It's a toss-up with him. Yeah. Rosen, at least we know he sucks. Yeah. So I was very scared with that, and I think our defense probably underestimated Fitzpatrick. And as soon as you get that beard that long, dude, you're guaranteed to throw some touchdowns. 100%. So There's so much respect for Fitzpatrick. He, yeah, yeah. And I think that after we came out of the break – McDermott probably said, yo, listen, defense, you got to step it up. We should not be losing to Miami. Did you see And then that? Trey got that pick. Yeah, Trey got the pick. Dude, Trey the had a phenomenal he had game. A phenomenal game. He needs to be talked about more. Yeah. Even the commentators are saying how underrated he is. Yeah. He's a lockdown corner. But he anyways, is. Sean McDermott called a screen on the sidelines and ran down the field with his hand in front of his face saying screen. And then we blitzed on the spot and then blew up the screen. Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. It was, I was so I, I didn't amped. know that. That's sweet. Yeah, I was so amped. He was literally calling plays for the defense on the sidelines and running down the sidelines, screaming, screen, screen, screen. Yeah. And then our guys reacted. So my, my thought on Allen's deep ball, and we're only talking about this honestly because we got a lot of good feedback from our Bills talk, so maybe we should make this a semi-regular segment when they're in the, in the season because yeah, we, we, we did get some pretty good feedback on that. But anyway, so my f- personal opinion on Allen's long ball when you watch him in the combine, he threw a decent long ball. He was hitting receivers. He wasn't throwing them well, 10 yards deep. Arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that the first season, last season, he was hitting deep balls. I mean, he was hitting Foster all the time. Yeah. And then people started getting on him like, dude, your short throw accuracy is ferocious. Ferocious is a word, right? Uh, I think you were trying to ferocious, say horrendous. Horrendous and ferocious. Yeah. It's a new word now. It's ferocious. I make up words on this podcast. Yeah, so you his mi- deep ball was <laughs> ferocious last week. <laughs> but I think that his short throws were so horrendous last week or last year that in this offseason, they're like, dude, your deep ball is fine. Let's work on your short throw. And they didn't work on his long ball at all. No. So now this year, he's off a little bit. But watch my words, dude. Again, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. We got a drink, Jesus. and that's definitely not going to help. I'm also going to, now while you finish this thought, try to come up with a way to watch your words. Yeah, watch my words, bro. <laughs> watch them come through this pop filter into the microphone through the other side. No, <laughs> listen to my words, dude. I'm telling you, at the end of the year, Allen is going to be throwing for 31 points, or have, we'll have 31 points a game without defensive turnovers or defensive scores. 
will be having these 31 points because he'll be connecting on these long balls. I'm telling you. The thing he that, just needs some time. The thing that blows my mind is he's brand new. Yeah. The, I mean, he's got, what, 18, 19 starts. He's yeah. brand new. Right. Like, relax. Calm down. He just needs to learn how to slide because he's still making me very nervous. Sure. But he's just out there having fun. And he's huge. Yeah, but if he gets he's another concussion, dude. dude He's had two injuries already in his first two years. He's, he's got to relax. He's fine. He's not he's fine. He's fine. See, it's people like you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to make a play. I No, I, I get that, and I love his run. But Lamar Jackson is on pace for 1,300 rush yards this season. He's a new-age Mike Vick. That is disgusting. I know. Absolutely disgusting. But he's also throwing for 100. So And do- people are saying... We should have got Lamar. It's like the dude's throwing only for 100, 150 yards a game. I'm sorry. Or 150, 200 yards. Lamar. I don't want another running back as a quarterback. I like Allen staying in the pocket, hit the deep balls, run if you have to, be the new age Carson Wentz. Yeah. Or Ben, Roth- ben Roethlisberger doesn't run. He can't run. No. He's just huge. Yeah. He's just a big dude. Yeah. But he, I mean, Allen is perfect for our franchise. Yeah. Perfect. He's super humble. He's down to earth. He's a bro. Yeah, he's a bro for sure. Uh, he just and he does awesome. his press conference in his Allen Sabres jersey. He's just all about Buffalo, and he's, I love it. He's literally in the right. He's in the right spot. Yeah, he's got the right coaches. He's got the right city. It's. I'm not worried about Allen. What are your thoughts on the Bills crowd booing them as they leave the half? I think it was semi warranted. I just think that our fans need to relax and remember that we're we were four and one at the time. Like. We haven't had this record since 2008. Chill out. Do you know what happened in 2008, too? We ended the season 7-9. and nine. Of course we did. Dude, can you imagine? Who was if... the coach? Duran? It must have been, yeah. Look it up. Yeah, yeah. But can you imagine us right now, how bad the city would ride if we only win two of our next, what, 10 games? Dude, yeah. I would flip. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was Dick Duran. Damn. I should be on WGR. Yo, dude, that was tight. That was. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a prop for that. That, that was sick. <laughs> but anyway, like, I don't know Rex Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think McDermott was there. <laughs> so. McDermott wasn't even born yet. <laughs> but yeah, the <laughs> that's awesome. I don't even know what I was gonna say. <laughs> but yeah, I think that as soon as we start focusing, because everyone sees it by now. You're right. He threw Andre Roberts by eight yards, and he threw John Brown by five. Yeah. The thing is, we are winning by our defense, and luckily we're winning also by our special teams, which props to you because that was a phenomenal play. Yeah, Micah Hyde friggin' silhouetted across the line. Yeah, like Lynn Swan recreated. (laughs) Like, chill out, dude. Like, we get it. You're an athlete. You're in the NFL. But he uh, friggin' triple lutzed over the defender and ran into the touchdown. Yeah, it's an ugly win, but any given Sunday, man, it's the NFL. Right. People fail to remember that it is literally the top one percent to ever play the game in the world. Yeah. Like it's the NFL. Any record doesn't matter. Teams don't matter. Ooh, it's a high school team. Chill out, dude. Yeah. Like, I am kind of pissed, and there is still opportunity for Fitz to be benched because he's Fitz, 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 Fitz. (laughs) But I did want Allen to play Rosen because. This would have been the year where he played all of the quarterbacks that came out of his class. Yeah, I feel bad for Rosen. Yeah, me too. He's he, definitely he's screwed. In, he's been in terrible situations. Yeah, he went to Arizona. That wasn't the right fit. Then no. he went to Miami. Not the right fit. They're literally tanking for draft picks. And can you imagine being him and having 
you go in the first round to Arizona and then them taking the first overall pick the next year, that yeah, is demoralizing. Coach changed. That yeah. is demoralizing. Absolutely. So I, I do feel bad for him. Granted, I am lucky or I am happy we didn't get him because I just don't care for his playing style. Right. But I, I do feel bad for him. Yeah, I feel bad. And then I, a lot of people that listen and watch this podcast know that I'm a Clemson fan. Yeah. So we have to talk about Wilkins. Oh, yeah, getting ejected. Yeah. Yeah. But it's obviously not something that happens coming out of Clemson's program right. where they're all about character and integrity and being humble down to earth and doing the right thing. Um, it's out of character. I obviously wasn't expecting that at all. I also missed it because I I got released late from Final Formation. So, Did you watch the replay? Yeah. So tell me what happened because I missed it too because I was slaving away making cider. He, I mean, he just punched a dude in the face. Oh, okay. And that it wasn't was, very exciting. Yeah. Someone else, Devonta Freeman punched a guy in the face too and he got ejected. Really? Yeah. I think what happened with the Miami Bills situation was he had something lingering from college because in 2016 we beat Oklahoma and the guy that he punched went to Oklahoma. So I think that during that natty win, the natty run for – um, 2016. I think that it was just built up and left from that. That's my personal opinion on so what the happened. guy he punched went to Miami. You're saying he went to Oklahoma, and the guy that punched went to oh, Clemson. Oh, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. So gotcha, the guy gotcha, that punched gotcha. went to Clemson, and the guy that he punched went to Oklahoma. So I think that it was something oh, okay, built gotcha, up from college okay. that just translated on the field during yeah. the game because it was dude. It was literally when the game started. Yeah, we're out of time. So we're not out of time. We're definitely not out of time. No, we are business owners of this podcast. We can do whatever and we, we can want. do whatever we want. Yeah, America, America. So, <laughs> I will say. So this has been the Buffalo Happy Hour Podcast. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we should start to wrap it up for yeah. um, subscribers, listeners, followers on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, and Spotify. If you listen to us, then watch us on YouTube. Because then you get a little bit more of an experience yeah. because you get to watch us interact, which is hilarious. Right, yeah. And you can see the bottles that we're featuring, too. I mean, it, we, we yeah, can talk a- about all the bottles and all the, the companies that we're featuring, but you're right. It does create a unique experience, and you can see this beautiful black button bottle. Uh, we do. We will be getting two cameras in the near future yeah. um, so we can be have a more personalized experience. Absolutely. So it can be on both of our faces. For sure. Dude, we're going to have to zoom out when they go on my face because my face will fill the whole frame. <laughs> I'm actually going to show the camera this bottle so they can see it. Yeah, yeah, do it. So, yeah, so like Mike was saying, on Instagram, we're the Buffalo Happy Hour 12 again because I'm still salty that somebody took the first 11 digits. Um, on Twitter and everything else, we're just the Buffalo Happy Hour. On YouTube, go subscribe to us, leave a like. Also, leave a comment on something that you would like us to feature. Uh, also, what we got to do is we got to take a picture of the behind the bar of our collection right now to show people what we have back there for sure. Because you and I keep referencing back there. I know that we did a couple episodes ago, so we'll take a picture behind the bar. Give us a reference on what type of whiskey or bourbon that you would like us to try. Even scotch. I mean, we're trying to highlight Buffalo distilleries and surrounding area distilleries, but to be frank, there's not too, too many of them. And we're going to give creed the credence to the uh, distilleries in the area. But also this is, the show isn't going to end after five weeks. So we still have to do other distilleries. So give us a comment on what your favorite whiskey is, and we'll give a rate and let you know what A-plus checkmark rating it gets. So, yeah, so this has been the um, collaboration whiskey, right? Collaboration it is? Yeah. Collaboration whiskey with the Black Button Distillery. Uh, and this is episode four this time. I'm going to get it right. There you go. This is episode four, Mike. 
Derek, thanks for everything. That's it. Have a good week, everyone. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.